We begin today the Gemara on Daf Ein Aleph Amit Beis, four lines from the bottom of the page where it says, Iboya Lahu. So here the Gemara has another Iboya regarding the rights and the power of a husband to nullify his wife's Nadarim. So Iboya Lahu, the question was asked, Gedishin. What happens if a husband divorces his wife? And we're speaking about a husband divorcing his wife on the day she made a nether. The fact that he divorced her is that equivalent to being quiet about the nedarim that he heard. He didn't, he didn't do anything. He didn't react. He didn't nullify. He didn't validate. He's just walking away. In other words, he's divorcing her, so it's, it's zero. Or do I consider his divorcing her to be like he validated the nether? The fact that he's divorcing her, he hears the nether and doesn't say anything about it. He divorces her. What does that mean? He's telling her, keep your nedarim. I'm walk- walking away from you. Crazy, making these nedarim. I'm divorcing you. The very fact that he's divorcing her is a way that indicates that he really says to her, you know what? You want to have these nedarim? Have them. I'm divorcing you. So we consider the gedish in itself to be a hakama, validation of the nether. So the Gemara asks, Lamai naf what difference does it make? What's the relevance of this? Either way, he's not her husband anymore. And after this, no one, no, he won't be able to nullify her nadarim either way. Whether we consider it to be like he was quiet, whether we say that he validated it, the next day, he, he, no, nobody could nullify this nether for anyways. Mm. So the Gemara answers that the, the question really is relevant regarding the following. She made the nether. And the husband heard on that day about the nether. <coughs> And he divorced her. And But then he changed his mind and he remarried her on that very day. <laughs> so now, here's going to be the difference. If the master will say, if you'll answer me and say, that when he divorced her, that's equivalent to just being quiet, not reacting to this nether. So then, it's still the same day. So So now he can come and nullify the nether when he remarries her. But if you're going to say that this is hakama. That once he divorced her, so this is considered to be like he completely already validated the nether. So if he remarries her too late, by divorcing her, you validated the nether. You're, you're going to remarry her, you can't now nullify the nether. Okay, as we'll see in the continuation of the Gemara, this question the Gemara is asking her is not talking about a full marriage, but we're talking about a marriage of Edison. When there was a half marriage, that's when this question is relevant. We'll see in the continuation. Okay, so the Gemara Toshima. What when he marries her second again? Time. When he marries her the second time, why? Love Dafka. We learned before that even a second husband gets the rights to be to be uh, made for the nadarim of a first husband. So he himself remarries her, and she had nadarim before. He should he should get that rights as well by Edison. By yeah, he should get those rights. Yeah, I'm in the case of Edison, if you have it from the Edison before, by by Edison the halacha is you could be made from the daughter that you had from before. That's the halacha by Edison. That's why that's that's to attack the reason why this gemara only applies by Edison. By Nesuin, if you're fully married, you can't be made from before, but by Edison you can. That's what we learned before. Let's see. The gemara will explain. Toshema. So the gemara says, let's bring back a brayse that we already quoted before. When was it said? If the husband died, what happens now? Again, we're talking about the husband dying after Edison. 
so in this time period, the husband and the father together are the ones that are nullifying the Nidara. So now when was it said that if the husband dies, So if she gets emptied, she gets poured into the father's Rishos, and now the father alone could be made for all the Nidara, and he gets the rights that the husband had together with him. When is that? If the husband didn't hear about the Nidara she made when he was alive, or he heard and he nullified it, or he heard and he was quiet, and he died on that very day. The point that this Bryce is saying is, in all these cases, he didn't validate the nether yet. So if he didn't validate the nether, when he dies, the father now gets the ability to nullify the entire nether. If the father would have heard, uh, not the father, sorry, the husband, if the husband that just died would have heard and validated the nether, then when he dies, the father can't nullify the nether, because the husband already validated it. But if the husband did did not validate it yet. So then, when he dies, the father now gets the full rights to, to uh, nullify this nether. <coughs> now, says the Gemara, I'll prove to you from here regarding Gedishin. If you're going to say, when a person divorces his wife, it's equivalent to being quiet, that he didn't nullify, he didn't validate. So listen, Nami, why doesn't the Braisa add this as well? When, when you say that the father gets the rights to fully nullify his, wife's, uh, his daughter's nether, Say this case as well. If the husband heard his wife's nether and then he divorces her, what happens now when he divorces her? The father gets the full right to nullify the nether. Because when the husband divorced his wife, that's like he was quiet. So, so therefore the father could not go nullify. Why doesn't it mention this detail in the price as well? If it's listing all the cases where the husband did not validate the nether, there should be another example. The fact that the Braise doesn't bring this option, doesn't that itself prove that Gedish and Karkomadami, if he divorced her, that's equivalent to validating the nether. So therefore the Braise can't say in such a case that the father could now go ahead and, and nullify the nether. So we have a raya from the Braise. But the Gemara says, let's take a look at what it says in the next case of the Braise. So we also had this before. Then the Braise says, in cases where the husband validated the nether, after he dies, the father will not be able to do anything. If the husband, when he was alive, heard about the nether and validated it already. He heard about it and he was quiet. So he passively validated the nether because he died the next day. So he was quiet already the full day. So he validated it as well, passively. So now the father cannot nullify a nether that was already validated by the husband. Now, the Gemara says, let's ask the same question here. If you're going to say that divorcing your wife is, valid, is, is equivalent to validating the nether, so listen, why doesn't the Braise list this as well? Why should the Braise should say, Nami, the Bachers adds, listen, Nami, oi, Shoma, Vigirish. Or another case, if he heard and he divorced his wife, that this is equivalent to validating the nether and that the father can't nullify it. So the Gemara says, The fact that the Braise doesn't say this. So therefore it seems like that divorcing your wife is considered to be just like being quiet. And therefore the father, after Gedishin, will be able to nullify these Nidarim. So we have one Diyak from the Reisha in one way, a Diyak from the Seifa in the opposite. The fact that both in the Reisha and the Seifa it skips this case of divorcing the wife, so you have a problem here. So the Gemara says, From this Braisa I can't prove either way. And the Gemara explains, Ah, you have a contradiction in the Braisa, the Diyak of the Reisha and the Diyak of the Seifa. The Gemara says it's not a contradiction, because E Reisha Dafke 
If the Reisha is precise, that the Reisha is telling you the halacha, that it's only those cases that it mentions that is considered to be that the husband did not validate. And Gedishin is considered to be a, uh, a validation. That's why it doesn't mention it. So, Nasev Seifer Mishum Reisha. In the Seifer, the fact that it doesn't mention the case of Gedishin, it's only because he's telling you similar cases that it said in the Reisha. But if you're going to tell me the reverse, that the Sefer is Dafke, and the Sefer does not want to mention the case of Gerishin, because Gerishin is considered to be just like him being quiet, and it's not considered to be a validation. So you're going to say the Sefer that skipped the case of Gerishin, that's Dafke. So So therefore, really, he should have brought up Gerishin and the Reisha, but it doesn't, because this Braisa wants to say the Reisha and the Sefer is just talking about similar cases in the Reisha and the Sefer, and it's leaving out Gerishin. So therefore, there's no Rai from here regarding a case where a husband divorced his wife. Now the Gemara goes back, brings a Rai from the Mishnah that we learned in the final of the Mishnah they said, Toshimah, let's see, Nodra, Nodra Vihi Arusa. Person's wife made a neder, and she she's an arusa, and then venis garsha she got divorced, venis arsa and on the very same day she got remarried to another husband, even if she got married to another husband, and then that husband divorced her, and then another even a hundred different husbands, all of them, what's going to be the halacha avia the father and the last husband together are the ones that are made for another. That's the halacha we learned in the mishnah. So now, what do you see from this? The fact that we allow the father and the last husband to be made for the Nidorim, so that must be that when the first or any following husband divorces her, that that's equivalent to being quiet. The If you're going to say that divorce itself is equivalent to validating the Neda, mi matzi oris achrein, nidi oris rishain. Could a later husband nullify any of the Nidarim that a previous husband already validated? That can't be. So this, this, this Allah in the Mishnah itself proves to me that the, the divorce is just considered to be like being quiet. That says the Gemara, not necessarily. We could say, what is this Mishnah speaking about? When the first husband did not hear about the Nadarim. He divorces his wife, but he didn't know about the Nadarim. That's when I say that the Gedishin is not considered to be like a nullification. Sorry, like a validation, that is. If he had heard about the Nadarim, then, then the very fact that he's divorcing her, it could, it, it, we will consider that to be a validation. But the Gemara asks on this, if so, my area boy by If so, why does the Mishnah say that he divorced her on that that he divorced her and another husband married her on that very same day that she made the nether? What, what, what's the relevance of boy by He didn't even hear about the nether. Who cares if it's boy by or not? I feel nami. I could even say, after a hundred days, if you divorced her and someone else married her, the same halacha will apply because the husband didn't hear about the nether. So the word, words bay bayayim in the Mishnah is mashma that the husband did hear about it. And still I say that divorcing her is, is like shtika, it's like him being quiet. It's not like he validated the nether. So, so the Gemara is not necessarily. Kishaloi shama oris, we could still say that the husband did not hear about these nedarim. So why does it say bay bayayim? Because vishama ha'av, the father did hear about the nedarim. The bay bayayim, who the matzimayfer, the father could only be made for the nedarim that he heard on that very day, right? The halacha regarding both the husband and the father is that you could only be made for nedarim on the day that you heard it. So when it mentions bay bayayim, it's saying regarding the father that the father could be made for nedarim on that day that he heard it. But on the following days, he will not be able to be made for it. 
Okay, so there's no raya from this Mishnah. The conclusion from what the Gemara is saying over here is that the case of the Mishnah speaking about that the husband did not hear about it. Before, the Gemara and the final of Amir Aleph, actually, over there it said in the name of Shmuel that the case is that the husband did hear about it. Over here, the Gemara is saying that the case is that the husband did not hear about it. And when the Mishnah says, Bay Bayayim, there's really no Chiddush in saying, Bay Bayayim. Why does it have to say, Bay Bayayim? Even though the Gemara just answered, Bay Bayayim is regarding the father, that the father could only be made for the nether on that day. There's really no Chiddush in that. We always know that a father could be made for the nether on that day. If the Bay Bayayim refers to the husband, that the husband heard the nether and he divorced her, there's a Chiddush in the Bay Bayayim. That even though he divorced her, the divorce is not a validation. The divorce is considered to be like, just like him being quiet. But the Gemara's maskan over here is that the words by Bayam really have no chiddush to it. There's no raya from here. Okay. Yeah, you could say that the, the Baal heard it that day, and, uh, but he has a whole day still. No, but so he divorced her. Though. True, true, but, but he divorced her. No, but he divorced her on that day. Correct. So if he divorced her, the question is, is that divorce just like him stop being quiet? And theoretically, he can remarry her and then divorce her and, and then nullify it in the remainder of the day? Or no, once he divorced her, it's too late. It's a validation. Okay, Toshima. Right. Toshima, the Gemara brings a raya from another Mishnah later in the Mesechta. Seems to be a clear raya here. The Mishnah says, Nadra She made a nether. And then, Baibayayim Gersha, or Nadra Baibayayim Gersha, and then he divorced her. Zira Baibayayim, and he remarried her on that day. He cannot nullify the Nadara that she made when he was married to her the first time. He remarried her a second time. You could only be made for the Nidotim now of this marriage, not of the previous marriage. So over here we clearly see, Shmami no. This is exactly what our Shiloh was about. Gedishin kakamadamu. That once he divorced her, so all the Nidotim she made in the previous marriage have been validated. Now he remarries her again. So in the second marriage, you could only be made for the new Nidotim, not from before. That's, that's been validated already. The Gemara says, like I already pointed out before, that here he's fully married. It's a different story. Omri, askinon. Over here the case is that he had fully married her, and then he divorced her, full nisuin, and now here as well, he fully married her. And behind the time, then the reason why he can't be mefed the nedarim of the previous marriage, there's a difference between Edison and Isuin. <coughs> When a person is married to his wife, only Edison, the half-marriage, and she's still living in her father's house, because the husband is made for the Nidotim together with the father, so the father has the rights on his daughter from birth, so the husband could be made for the Nidotim that she even made before he married her, Bachlal. So therefore, here we would have a Shaila if he had it, married her once, married her a second time. If it's only a half-marriage, the husband has a right to be made for from before. So if the Gedishin is not considered to be a validation, for the nether, he's able to be made from before. But over here, this mission that we quoted is speaking about that he fully married her. Once you fully marry your, your wife, you're being made for the nedarim alone, not together with the husband. When you're being made for alone, you could only be made for from the time of marriage, not from before. So that's why it's saying, from the previous marriage, you can't be made for. You're being made for alone. It's only from this marriage. It's the way, it's the, the minig of the Talmidei Chachamim. So apparently the mission is telling you the, the derech of the Talmud HaChachamim in order for everybody to follow in their footsteps. That before a person's daughter left the father's house and came, and this is again, when the daughter remains in the father's house during the time of Edison, and she's leaving the father's house to go live with the husband to the second stage of marriage, full marriage, so before she leaves the father's house, Allah. So the father, the husband makes sure that the father tells her, 
all those nadarim that you made when you were still living with me in my house, it should all be nullified. Similar, the husband says, before she enters into his rishus, Aimelai tells her, Call actually to Kansi all those Nadana that you made before you enter into my rishus, it should all be nullified. And the Gemara explains regarding the husband, she's marrying him. Why, why, why can't he be made for those Nadanim after she marries him? Because once he marries her, he will not be able to nullify those Nadanim that she made before marriage. The exact point that we just learned. That you could, you could only nullify those nadarim that she makes after marriage, but not from before marriage. But in the, in the time period of Edison, you could be made for those nadarim. So before you fully marry her, you want to make sure that your wife, whatever nadarim that may then be later an issue on shalom bias, make sure that there'll be no issue of shalom bias, and therefore the father and the husband should be made for all the nadarim in advance. Huh? Before he gets fully married to her. These nadarim were made before. Yeah, and he had that at this point he has the ability to be made for them once he marries her it's going to be even too late after, even after the same day mean, oh, okay so you, the, the day that you hear about them the oh. day that you hear about them because okay, so now here the Gemara is going to discuss this what, not the father not the husband heard about these Nidara they're just stam saying any Nidara that you have upon yourself should be they do they even know that she made the daughter and what they are, right? So, let's see. The Gemara starts with a question. Can a husband, and really this is not only a shayla about a husband, the same shayla about a father or anybody that could be made for the nether only on the day that you heard it. So, could you be made for the nether without even hearing it? You're afraid that your wife may have made a nether. So, you say to her, if you made any nether today, it should be nullified. Does that work? So, Vishama Isha, the Taita says, the husband heard about the nether and then he could nullify it. Dafke, does that, when the Taita says he heard, it means Dafke if he heard. I like, I love Dafke that is. Maybe it's, it's, it's saying, usually a husband that's not paranoid will only be made for the nadarim after he heard about it. But if he's very suspicious, so then he could be made for it even, even before as well. Amarav, so Rav says, don't we have a clear eye from our Mishnah? Toshima, what did our Mishnah say? Regarding the father, the first thing the Gemara focuses on the father. The Mishnah says regarding the father, before the, the daughter leaves the father's house, the father tells her, any Nidarim that you made when you were living in my house should be nullified. So the Gemara says, but the father didn't hear about the Nidarim and still the father is saying to her, any of those Nidarim that you made should be nullified. How is he nullifying without hearing them? So you clearly see that you could nullify the nether even if you didn't hear. So the Gemara says, no, what the Mishnah actually means is, Lichi Shama. He tells her that the nether should be nullified when I hear about it. Lichi Shama hu When he hears it, that's when he's going to nullify the nadaram. That's what the Mishnah means to say. So the Gemara right away asks on this answer, how could you say that the father is saying, when I'm going to hear about it, then I'm nullifying the nether. Im Kain ki Shama. So if he doesn't know about any nadaram yet, Lama Leila What's the point of him saying that when I hear, then, uh, uh, sorry, what's the point of him saying that any nadarim that you made should be nullified if the nullification doesn't take effect? And he's only going to nullify it when he hears about it. So the Gemara answers, This is what the Mishnah is saying to me. That it's the, it's the minig, it's the custom of the Tamid Chachamim Lahaduri to have the father 
tell the daughter this in order to get the information out of his daughter. When the father is going to tell her that I want all the that you made to be nullified. So then she's going to speak up. She's going to say, well, let me think. Do I have Nadarim? Did I ever say something without Beli Nadar? And she might remind herself actually that she has Nadarim. So true, right now the Nadarim are not nullified because he didn't hear about them yet. But by the father saying this, this will get the information out of her. And then he will nullify the Nadar after he hears about it. So there's no die from our Mishnah. Tosha Mami Seife, the Gemara says, but from the next point that the Mishnah said, similar to the husband, before his wife enters in his rishus, into his possession fully, so when he is still in the stage of Edison, the husband says to his wife that he's going to be made for the, that he's being made for any of her Nadarim, even though he didn't hear about it. So here as well, the Gemara is assuming that he's being made for the Nadarim without him hearing about it. So you see that he doesn't have to hear Answers the Gemara, Hachanami, here as well I could say, the Omala, that he tells her, Lechi Shemaina. So here there's actually two Pshatim in the Gemara. If you go this in the Gemara the way we have it here, so then Lechi Shemaina means that the husband is saying to her that when I hear about your Nadarim, they should be nullified. And what that actually means is that when the husband hears about the Nadarim, he doesn't have to nullify it again. He's nullifying it today, and he's telling her, I understand that my nullification today will not take effect because I didn't hear about your Nadarim. I may hear about it only after we get fully married. But when we get fully married, and then I'm going to discover the Nadarim that you're going to make, because be, I'm going to be living with you, and all of a sudden I'll see your behavior, certain things that you don't want to do, and I'll discover those Nadarim. So then the, the, the hafara should take effect. That's what the Gemara is saying. L'chishamayna, then the hafara that I'm making today, so the hafara is today, but the, 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 it takes effect, it's going to take effect later. And this is different than the answer that the Gemara said before regarding the father. A father can't say to his daughter that I'm being made for to you today and it's going to be taking effect later after I hear about it. Because once he hears about it, it's too late. She already got fully married to her husband. Over here, she's marrying this husband. Elamai, if he's not going to say anything to her today, once he's fully married to her, at the time period of Nesuin, he can't be made for Nadarim from before the Nesuin. But if he says the Hafara today, then it could take effect <coughs> later when he hears about it, retroactively. That's the Chiddush of the Gemara when it says this Lashon Lechishamayna. That's the Gersa we have in our Gemara. But there is another Gersa that the Gemara here is saying the exact same answer as before, Lechishama, that the Hafara will only be when he hears about it. Okay, which, which has to be before Nesuin, which is only before Nesuin, okay, which is similar to what it says before regarding the father. But this is the gears we have in our Gemara. Okay, the Gemara goes right uh, from another Braise here. Toshima, a person says to his wife, call Nidarim Shetaduri, Acha Ove Mimakumploini. Any Nidarim that you, that you will make um, from, from, uh, in the time period, he's leaving. He's leaving the house. He's not going to be home. He's afraid that his wife is going to say all kinds of crazy things. She'll make Nidarim. So he says to her, any Nidarim that you'll make in this time period, until I come back home from this place, he tells her, you know what, you want them, these Nidarim, I validate them now in advance, feel free, to validate them in advance, that's worthless. If he said that, hey, hey, Mufarin, he tells her in advance that whatever in the daughter you make in the time period that I'm not here, they should be nullified. So Rabbi Yezah says that he can say now in advance that it should be nullified. So the Gemara now says, but, but the husband didn't hear about those Nadarim. How could he say that they, that they should become nullified? So the Gemara answers, Hochanami over here as well, the Pshat is, the Oma, what he's saying is, Lechi Shemaino. I'm doing the nullify- I'm telling you now in advance that it's nullified. 
And when is it going to take effect? It's only going to take effect when I hear about it. When I come back home and I hear about these nedarim you make, then it'll take effect. So, so the Gemara asks, "Vilomali min hashta." So then, why is he nullifying it today? What so then? When he's going to hear, "Lechisham aleifalah." So when he hears about it, let him nullify the nedarim then. Well, yeah. So the Gemara says, "Kesava," because the husband thinks to himself, "Dilma matridna hahishaita." So maybe then I'm going to be busy. And my wife made this nether another nether, and I'm not going to have the focus and the attention to be made for the nadarim at that time. So therefore he's saying in advance, whatever nadarim you make when I'm not here should be nullified, and automatically when I hear about it, I don't have to be made for it, it'll take effect automatically. So he wants to make it in advance so they shouldn't forget later. So there's no raya from it. Again, the point is we see that the nullification only takes effect, we could say that it only takes effect when he hears about it. Toshima, the Gemara brings, that I from another place, a person says to a caretaker. Here again, we're speaking about someone that goes out of town. So he appoints a caretaker to make sure his wife has what she needs, to feed her, and so on. He also tells his caretaker, any nedarim that my wife makes, from in this time period, when I come back from that place, hofer. You should, you should nullify first. He's basically appointing this caretaker as a shliach, that he should be the one nullifying the nedarim for the husband. And v'hochferlo. Uh, and the, this caretaker went and did so. He listened. And he nullified the nedarim of this wife. I would think that the husband has an ability to appoint this caretaker as a shliach to nullify the nedarim. Talmud loyma. The Pasuk says, Isha, the husband, yikimenu v'isha yifirenu. And only her husband can nullify the nedarim. There's no shlichus for this. That's Rabbi Yeshia's opinion. The husband himself has to either validate or nullify the nedarim. Amalei Rabbi Yenison, so Rabbi Yenison argues and says, no, even though here it says the husband, true, yeah, it says in the Pasuk that the husband has to do it, but nevertheless, we apply the halacha of shlichus of the entire Torah. Mitzinu b'chala Torah kula. We find in the entire Torah, shluchai shal adam kamaisai, that whatever a person himself could do, he could appoint someone else in his place to do the same thing as him. Just like you could appoint someone else to go and be Makadash Isha or to be Megadash Isha, you could appoint a Shliach to nullify her Nadarim as well. So there is a halach of Shlichus over here. Okay, so that's the Machlaikis, whether there is Shlichus or not. But now, the Gemara is going to focus on the detail that we're discussing here. Either way though, the husband didn't hear about this. The husband didn't hear the Nadarim that were being made. When Rabbi Yeshi says that the husband can't appoint a shliach, why did he say so? Only because there's exedis akasov. He understands when it says isha yikimena isha yifirenu. I guess he learns this is considered to be extra words, and therefore it's coming to say dafkim and not a shliach. Exedis akasov isha yikimena isha yifirenu. That only him. Aval dekula alma, but. But otherwise, everybody would agree that you would apply the halacha of shlichus over here. The question is, how could you apply shlichus? The husband didn't hear about this. Are ah, you going to say, who cares if the husband didn't hear about this? He appointed a shliach, and the shliach heard it. So, the, so why can't the shliach nullify what he heard? So the answer is, Iran explains, that Rishayin explains over here, the rule by shlichus is, you could never appoint a shliach to do something if you yourself can't do it. That's the, whatever you yourself could do, you could appoint a shliach to do. If the husband didn't hear about it, he himself can't nullify it, mm-hmm. according to what we're thinking now. So if he can't nullify it because he didn't hear it, how could he appoint someone else to be a shliach, what he himself can't do? Shliach can't do more than the mishaleach. So, so in other words, Gemara is trying to prove, even if the husband didn't hear about it, he could nullify the nadarim. So therefore, he could appoint the shliach to be made for the nadarim. 
Rabbi Yeshi says, you can't appoint a shliach because it's a gzeris akasif, but without that gzeris akasif, everybody would agree that you could appoint a shliach. So it must be that the husband doesn't have to hear about it in order to uh, be made for the nidarim. So the Gemara gives a similar answer to what it said before. Let's just finish the end. You know, the two and a half lines here. Over here as well, he told the shliach that when I'm going to hear about it, so then I'm going to be mefer then a daughter. Then lechishamayna meferla, or lechishamayna meferla does not mean that he's going to be mefer. The, the, the word the Gemara uses the word mefer. It sounds like the Gemara is saying that the husband will be mefer, but it, others are going to say hafrla. What he's saying to the shliach is, you be mefer than a daughter. I'm not going to be mefer than a daughter. I, the husband, didn't hear about it. So how could the shliach do something the husband can't do? What he's telling the shliach is, you do the afaris in the daughter, but it won't yet take effect. Because you don't have the power. I didn't hear about it. When I'll hear about it, then the hafada that you have done will take effect retroactively. Will, t- will take, yeah. So, or like I said, some are it's your hafala. So you're, you're, so the Gemara asks on this, similar to what it asked before, if so, lichishoma leifrullah. If it only takes effect when the husband hears about it, so basically when the husband comes back home, so let him be made for the nadarim then when he comes back home. So the Gemara says, who sava? Because the husband thinks, dilme matridna. Maybe I'm going to get busy, and therefore I'm not going to be able to be made for the Nadaram then. So therefore he appoints the Shliach. Similar to what we said before. So he wants to take care of matters in advance. Now, I'm not going to get into this whole Arichis, but just to point out that Ram says that in the Gemara in Nazir, there's a continuation of the discussion there. Because if the husband is concerned about the future, that he might be too busy, so why does he have to appoint the Shliach? Anyways, the nether is not taking effect until, uh, sorry, the hafara is not taking effect until later. So let him himself now, today, be made for the nadarim. Tell his wife, any nadarim you're making in the future when I'm out of town, like the Gemara said before, are going to be made, uh, um, nullified, and it'll take effect when I come home and I hear about it. Why does he have to appoint a shliach? So the Gemara there in Adarim explains exactly that this person is very paranoid and therefore he could only do it through a shliach. We're going to learn in Nazar not long from now, a couple of weeks, and we'll, we'll see over there the continuation of the discussion.